So those are my thoughts on the Indiana Jones 5 trailer. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next time. Bye. All right, let's get that video edited, and then it's time to go see Violent Night. Oh, what the hell? Hello everybody, apparently the Disney marketing team decided to go on Christmas vacation early and just decided to dump everything today because hot on the heels of the trailer for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, we also got the trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 because apparently now when you work on YouTube, you need to be aware of the Brazilian comic convention schedule. But let's talk about that first trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which opens next May in what they call the Marvel slot. This is James Gunn returning to close out the Guardians saga for him, and quite frankly, I would be really surprised if there were more Guardians movies with this specific cast past this third movie. Part of the reason that he got rehired at Disney to do this movie was because the cast was so publicly behind him and said that only James Gunn really could tell this story. So I think this is going to be the last hurrah for many, if not all, of these cast members as a group, even though we may see them in other Marvel movies separately. As I mentioned in my Indiana Jones video, I don't do straight trailer reactions on the channel because I'm just not a very reactive trailer viewer, but I am going to react to what I saw in the trailer and break down a few things. And the first thing that I would like to say is that James Gunn really is solving a problem that has been a big problem, I think, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is a serious deficiency of Space Hog, the band that performed the song In the Meantime, which you hear on the trailer. I'm very happy to be hearing these songs from my teenage years uh, in the Guardians trailers now, even though it makes me feel a little bit old to know that they could potentially be on Awesome Mix Volume 3. But if we are expanding the Awesome Mix, then it's possible we could get some Goo Goo Dolls, maybe some Collective Soul, who knows, maybe a little Fastball. The possibilities are endless now that we've opened the door with Space Hog. This is a little bit of what I call the Disney special in that this is sort of a tonal trailer. It gives you an idea of what the feel of the movie is going to be. And then the second trailer really is going to go a little bit more into the plot. But what I can kind of gather is that in this movie, we're seeing the Guardians sort of stuck in a rut. They are now the enforcers. They're no longer the hotshot young upstarts that they were when they started zooming around the galaxy. They're doing things like showing up on what appears to be the planet of the animal memes so that Drax can hit a little girl in the head with a dodgeball. Come on, Drax. So I am actually looking forward to both the change in seeing the Guardians as maybe a bit of the establishment, your routine galaxy cops, but also how that gets shaken up and where we leave the movie with these characters. One concern that I think a lot of people had after the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special was the appearance of Groot, who looks much more polished in this version. I think probably in the holiday special, Groot was, or at least it appeared to me, partially practical with some CG enhancements, and that was likely to keep the budget down on that special. Here it looks like he's back to the full CG form, but still very similar to what we saw, which is a much bulkier version of the Groot that we saw in Guardians Volume 2 and the other movies that followed. And I will tell you right now that I am not emotionally prepared for what's going to happen with Rocket in this movie. I don't know what's going to happen with Rocket, but just this trailer already had me going, uh-oh, because we see young Rocket. We know that he went through some very painful experiments when he was younger to become the Rocket that we know, all of these enhancements that physically and emotionally scarred him for life. And then it looks like Rocket is in his feelings very much in the present as well. And this is James Gunn. He's a filmmaker that wears his emotions on his sleeve, as do his characters. And I am not under any 
illusion here that there are not going to be some absolutely heartrending things that happen with Rocket, even if we're just looking at his past. James Gunn has said many times over that Rocket is his favorite character. I think I've read in an interview or two that he says this is basically Rocket's movie. We all just need to emotionally prepare ourselves. Plus, he's apparently friends with an otter. I mean, are you kidding me, James Gunn? What, how much more of a ringer can you put me through with this character? We saw a couple of group shots. The Guardians love to walk in a straight line. We have one here earlier in the trailer where we see Kraglin and Cosmo that are both sort of added to the Guardians lineup. That follows again in line with what we saw in the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. If you haven't seen that, by the way, I won't spoil everything that happens in it, but there are some pretty crucial pieces of information that I'm sure will be referenced in this movie. So if you were thinking like, oh, Oh, it's just a one-off. Use this opportunity while Guardians is sort of at the top of your brain to go watch that holiday special because I think it is a pretty uh, important interlocking puzzle piece between the last Guardians movie and this one. We also see Chukwudi Iwuji's High Evolutionary. It's great to see that actor back with James Gunn after Peacemaker where he played Mern and I thought the character was great on that show. There's not a lot to go on with this character or really what he wants, what his goals are, but he looks very sinister and so we've got that going for us. We also see a little bit of the return of Gamora. First, she's looking at a photo, perhaps looking at some memories that she doesn't have, but that she sees herself in. And I think that that's going to be a very interesting thing with Gamora in this movie. I know that I brought her up at the holiday special saying like, oh, it would have been fun to tie in some of what Peter Quill said about Footloose and stuff. And a lot of people said, well, you couldn't do that because she's not with the Guardians. And I understand that, but I can also see maybe why they saved it for the movie here, because this is a very interesting position that she's in. She is some Somebody who is remembered fondly by all of these quote-unquote friends, but these aren't her friends and it's not her life. That's a very complicated emotional and psychological position to be in. We see her reunited a couple of times with some of the Guardians. We also have another Guardians walking in a line shot that appears to be from later in the movie where Gamora is with them. This is one of the bigger question marks about the movie is how are they going to handle Peter and Gamora and their interaction and her reintegration into the Guardians if she is reintegrated back into the team. I myself am very curious to see how they handle this because I think that there are a lot of really deep and interesting directions they could take the character. We also get the briefest of looks at Adam Warlock, played by Will Poulter. As I mentioned, this is more of a tonal trailer, so I'm sure he's going to be a much bigger part of the story than the couple shots that we see here. To be honest, he's a little more human-looking than I had anticipated, a little bit more like Will Poulter actually looks. Not that Adam Warlock was like a squiggly alien or anything. This is a lot more of a makeup look that I had anticipated, but I think that Will Poulter is a great actor, and I am excited to see him join this universe. Uh, the brief glimpse that we get here looks intriguing, and we'll just go from there. The trailer ends with a couple things. We have a return of We Are Groot, and then we see Groot firing with multiple arms with Peter Quill, and then we have a little button uh, with Drax saying like he wants to kill a guy and debating with Quill. Kill a few people. Kill no people. Kill one guy, one stupid guy who no one loves. Now you're just making it sad. I love Drax. I think he's a great character. One thing I hope they don't do, and I think they did it a little bit too much in volume two, was just use Drax laughs as a punchline. Oh, ow! <laughs> I love Drax's laugh, and Dave Bautista plays that character so well, but it really does seem like they want to go a little deeper into character in this movie, and we got actually some great character stuff with Drax in the first Guardians film. 
Not as much in the second one. It was much more humor. So I, I really do hope that James Gunn, and, and I think that he honestly will because he loves these characters in this franchise. I think he's going to take a deeper dive into everybody. We see several shots of Peter where it looks like he's struggling with some issues. Obviously, the stuff with Gamora is very emotional. The stuff with Rocket, very emotional. Anything with Rocket and Groot is going to be emotional. This is just going to be a very emotional movie. That's, that's my thinking. I think that fans of Marvel are very invested in these characters, but not quite as much as James Gunn is. And he's going to want to send them off right. I liked what we saw in this movie. I think that James Gunn has always had a very interesting aesthetic. We have a sequence where they're all in the different colored space suits and they're jumping out onto this weird thing in space. We have a great cast uh, that is also a great ensemble. Sometimes you have a cast that works together on screen, but they don't necessarily gel. I think all of these cast members gel really well together. And I hope that this is going to be a great combination of the big spectacle MCU stuff that everybody has grown to love over the years but also some really deep and emotional and resonant character stuff based in these actors working together, their relationship with James Gunn and James Gunn's relationship to the characters. So I actually really enjoyed this first look at the movie. It was one that I was already looking forward to, and my hope is that they kind of go away from some of the excesses that I thought we saw in Guardians Volume 2 and return a little bit more to the emotional core that I think made the first Guardians film work so well. So those are my thoughts on the first look at Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. What do you think? Do you have trailer fatigue? Don't worry, I will not be doing a third video for this new Transformers thing that came out today, but I just think it's hilarious that like we get no news on these movies for weeks and weeks, months at a time, and then Disney particularly dropping two trailers in a row for two of their biggest franchises. It's feast or famine sometimes when it comes to movie news, and today we're all eating good. Thank you so much for watching this video. I'm here all the time with more box office, movie news, reviews, etc. So if this is your first time watching the channel, I'd love to see you come back, hit that subscribe button, hit that bell so you know when I'm doing stuff. But most importantly, thank you for watching this video. I'll be back very soon. Until next time, stay safe, and I'll see you then. Bye. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri.